0: socialites, and welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where we study being social by being social. Today's episode brought to you from my parents' basement yet again, because we're quarantined here for another week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going a little bit crazy. First and foremost, Happy New Year to all of you. Here's to a much better, least restricted 2021. Now, let me tell you what. I came up in my parents' house and all of my health goals just went down the shitter. It's like the epitome of Midwest eating over here. Like, there's easy access to potato chips at all times. There's a lot of cheese, which, you know, is my weakness. And uh, just everything's a little, you know, a nice thick layer of butter and all of that. I need to get back to my style of bitch days. I need to get back in the routine. I used to be a person who would work out literally four days, four to five days a week. I probably worked out less, like 10 to 12 times during quarantine for the whole 11 months, however long we've been in it now. 10 months, whatever. Which is why I thought this was going to be a perfect segue into this episode, right? Today on the Social Studies Podcast, I have great friend of mine, Stephanie Riley. She is a gym owner, entrepreneur, badass woman in business who's out here changing lives with motivational health and fitness tips that literally work, okay? She's different than the rest, okay? She tells you what is actually okay for you, and she's not just giving you a bunch of bullshit to scare you into only eating crisp leaves of spinach. She's real with you. She's real with you. She also talks a little bit about leaving teaching and opening your own business because she did that and is incredibly, incredibly successful. I'm so excited to let you hear her amazing insight. Without further ado, here's the Social Studies Podcast with... Stephanie Riley. to Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, this podcast where I study being social by being social. This is so crazy. My personal favorite episodes are the ones where I bring somebody who's important in my life for real. Not that the other guests aren't important in my life, but like people who I have like a deep-rooted, genuine bond with. So today I brought you... One of my very good friends from college, who is now a badass bitch who's hustling the strength and fitness scene in the Detroit area. Welcome to the social studies podcast, Stephanie Riley. (laughs) Do you remember when we met?
1: Yeah, I saw you in the cafeteria.
0: Of Thorpe. Yeah. Yeah. And we were just wild and out. Steph and I went to college together. Central Michigan University Fire Up Chips. Yep. Known as the Party School of Michigan.
1: And it's so funny because, like, you know, I'm friends with still people on Facebook from Central. Mm -hmm. And it's been years, but, like, you still feel. Feels like it wasn't that long ago and you have that connection still. You know, like us, Dan DeBone, you know.
0: Everybody. And then the best part, too, is, like, now... All of our friends are getting married, including you. I'm probably one Mm -hmm. of the only ones on the floor (laughs) who's not married yet. But it's crazy just like going to each other's weddings and seeing all of our friends like popping out little puppies from their pajamas. And and a lot
1: can happen in one year.
0: It's crazy. Mm -hmm. The best story that I have from college is the fact that our friends, Mary and Eric, hated each other. Eric lived next to me Mm -hmm. and Mary lived across the hall and they were like oil and water. Hated. Like loathed. Always arguing. Mm -hmm. Straight up fighting. Now they're married with kids. Can you believe it? It's crazy. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Absolutely insane.
1: I know. I know. We had good times. I love you guys. And we're all going to always be close, you know?
0: I, I believe it, yeah. too. And
1: Bone, like, you know, she'll, like, buy stuff from here from my gym or... Does she work out here? No, she doesn't. She's in, like, another city. Not even close enough, you know? And she just still buys things and supports me, you know? And it's just so cool to just have people just support still, you yeah. know?
0: I'm always touching base with the guys and... Like we had, we're in a text thread where we text stupid shit all the time. I
1: don't even want to know what that stuff says.
0: Literally, we were the dumbest,
1: the silliest, the absolute silliest, reckless, rowdiest, ready to just crash everything.
0: Do you (laughs) (laughs) walk
1: into a room like a tornado? It's gone, and then you (laughs) walk out like that. Your group of guys.
0: Do you remember when we did mattress dominoes?
1: Kind of. And you guys line them up. It was
0: like me, Nelian, Cole Smith, Browse, everybody. And we took all of our mattresses off of our beds and just lined them up like we were human dominoes and just down the hall.
1: Dude, We're 17, 18 year old kids.
0: We had no wild, business living on our own. Away
1: from our parents. Things got wild. Took
0: full advantage. Yeah. Let me ask you, how is it being an actual adult? I th- I feel like you're a real adult and I'm a, I am ai just play one on the Internet. <laughs> like, dude, you got married during... COVID-19, I just.
1: I know, I know. So we were supposed to get married the end of November and the guy's like, you either bump it up or go to next year. And we're like, we're bumping it up. Oh, you You did, you bumped it sooner. Yeah, so all of a sudden it was two months away, you know? And so we decided we're just going to have it outside, keep it small, close friends and family. And we want it small anyways, our closest friends. And we are so grateful we did it. Like that is ways, you know, so much stress off of us.
0: Okay, so, I have like pre-wedding stress already. Like, there's no uh, do, nobody read into this, by the way. There's no wedding plans. There's we just pump the fucking brakes. <laughs> We're gonna get there, but like, I also think about people who I'm obligated to invite to my wedding because they're like good family friends or mm-hmm. family or friends mm-hmm. that. I'm going to be like this is your first rodeo with like gay love, mm-hmm. agave. Mm-hmm. And like what are you going to do? And I've only been to two gay weddings in my in my life and they're not they're not the same. They're better, but
1: they are. So many people loved it. They like they loved it and they said like they could feel like it was like so intimate and like it yeah. wasn't a traditional ceremony. It was about us, our vows, we exchange our vows and like you know, it's special and everything. So we had a great time. I loved it. But yeah, I knew there was many people there wanting to see. They had all they had no clue what was gonna go down. They had no clue what to expect. Who's gonna walk down the aisle first? Like all those questions and How does
0: this work? Yeah. 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 Did it, you have any like weirdness? Like was there no, any okay. It was
1: our closest people, you know? And and that's why, you know, when you get married, you know, it's your cl- people that love you and, and we don't have any problems with our family members or anything, but it was okay. nothing like that. Everybody was super happy, excited. They have a relationship with both Sarah and I, you know, so yeah, it was great, but I know there was some extra looks just to see how things are gonna go down with two girls. You know, but I'd be interested too when right. I see you and Morgan. I can't keep my eyes off you guys. You know, <laughs> like so I get it. They're not looking like that because they're like, oh, you know, what's it gonna be like? But they're just intrigued, and there's two attractive females up there. You yeah, know? I mean, and
0: oh my God, pause! <laughs> like you two are like so gorgeous. It's it's stupid.
1: <laughs> and Sarah's just. I can stare at her all day. She is a beautiful girl, my girl. But that's that's talking about you and Morgan. I'm like, oh my God, they are so handsome. I can't even stop with Sarah. I want to see more pictures, more of you together. I love when he's in your videos. I need more of Morgan.
0: (laughs) So he's not in my videos very intentionally because, well, I guess we can let people know about this on the Mm -hmm. podcast. So the followers on the internet for a long, long time, they would ask what Morgan does. Nobody knows what he really does. So I was sick of people asking. So I just online, I was like, Morgan's a florist and everyone bought it and believed it. Mm -hmm. So I took pictures that I just found on Google of like beautiful flower arrangements. I'm like, here's some of his work. And people were like, can he do my wedding? Can he do my No way. I swear to God. Lining but he's, up the biz. So, but he's not a florist. So he's a boss. We'll just say that he's a, he's a big time boss Ooh, for a yeah, thing. Boy. And so what happened was, is we went on a trip to Hawaii about a year ago, just around a year ago right now. And he came back from Hawaii and Two of his employees were like, Hey, we follow this comedian, and like his name's Joey, and like your partner's name's Joey, and like he was in Hawaii and you were in Hawaii. Oh, and you were actually in his story. So is that like who you're? And, oh, he, they didn't and know. he, no. And mm-hmm. he was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. But the thing is, too, is like, in his world, you got to keep it like profesh. Mm -hmm. And I understand. So like to be respectful to that, like I decided that he's going to be on less because like, I don't want our lives to like, I'm fine with my life, like Mm -hmm. all aspects of my life Mm -hmm. being out there, but like his employees, like don't need to see him in his everyday living situation. Mm -hmm. And that's, Totally fine. And that was really more so my decision than his because Mm -hmm. I just, like, it's messy when you have such Mm -hmm. a public life. Yeah. So I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like do that, but people are all like, you broke up, blah, Mm blah, blah. It's like, mind your business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And
1: people are just, you know, they're interested, but it's, you know, it's awesome. It's whatever you guys want. It's no right or wrong. It's whatever you guys want, what you feel comfortable with, you know?
0: Right. Was it harder or easier to plan a wedding during COVID? Because it was kind of like, I feel like you, you got to be like. There are these people we didn't want anyway.
1: Well, I know. I know. So we Sarah and I called each other the bride chillas because <laughs> everything was just chill. You know, like. Oh, cool. It's just like, you know, she's a little bit more of a numbers person, you know. So everything t- was a budget to the T. You need, if you're planning a wedding and you need a budget and to the T, every penny What counted.
0: does she do? Is she an she, analytics? She's family? a
1: financial project manager. Hell yeah. So millions of bucks managing to the Wait, dollar. pause. How'd you guys meet? I'm Bumble. No
0: way. Yes, Morgan yes. and I met on the tin. Oh, my
1: gosh. So, yeah. And, then, you know, it was crazy because, remember, I was sad for so long. I couldn't find yeah. anybody. I was mm-hmm. so sad. Well, you were in,
0: a, like, an intense high school sweetheart relationship yeah. type yeah. deal.
1: And then, you know, yeah, I for nine years, broke up, only date one girl. I'm new into the lesbian scene at 27. I'm looking around, seeing everything. I'm like, I remember
0: you used to take me to Ladies' to Night. Anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's go, bitch. I took
1: all my friends. All, most of my friends are straight. So I'm like, dude, you got to come with me. It you was know, so fun. like I need friends, you know. And so they did. It was awesome. But I'm glad, you know, we met online. Can't believe it. And she's actually from South Lyon, but she lived in Birmingham at the time. So mm-hmm. that radius. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you- <laughs> and it's so funny because, like, My roommate swiped on her, you know, like there was a point I was so over it, and I give it the phone to my friends, and they would just swipe through, you know, yeah, and they swiped on her, and so it was a match, but
0: and it just worked out
1: inseparable ever since, my girl.
0: But then for your wedding, for cutting people and things like that, was it like a blessing in disguise? It was,
1: it was helpful, you know. I mean. Gosh, it's either you have to go big or you have to go small. There's no middle ground, you know, because Mm -hmm. the numbers just keep adding, adding, adding. So you just have to commit right away to either being small or it just it gets big. You know, you're guest list. So, yes, with COVID, it helped us. You know, it was easier for us to say no to some some things, but we feel good about it.
0: Listen to this. (laughs) I won't get into too much detail. I had a friend who was getting married during covid and the wedding was, like, out here, and I live in Seattle, so I reached out, and I was like, hey, just wanted to, like, I know you're going to have to reduce your guest list. Like, if you have to cut us, don't feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Like, we understand that we're probably not top priority, mm-hmm. and they said that they that came off as disingenuous of me, and I was like, actually, I was just trying to, like, because I don't want you to have to cut yeah. somebody who's more like if I just offer it. Yeah. Would you think would do you think that was if bad? he knows
1: you and he's a friend of you, he knows you come from a genuine place then that's he right. should feel it comes in a genuine place.
0: That's what I you thought. Know? There
1: was another, you know, friend of mine who said the same thing. And I know she means well, but she, she really does. Doesn't want to put any stress on us, you know, and so that's, I didn't get mad at her.
0: That's what it was for me. I yeah. was like, I don't want to be added stress. And and also like coming. I guess I should have elaborated a little bit more. But like and this was in like. Height pandemic time. Mm-hmm. And I would have had to both of us fly on a plane from Seattle, which we know is one of the meccas mm-hmm. of where COVID started yeah. in the country. And I didn't want to like have anybody at the wedding feel uncomfortable yeah. because we came mm-hmm. across the country or, God forbid, like go there and. We, you know, we just got off a plane yeah. and maybe get something, yeah. and I just didn't want to make people uncomfortable, so I just threw that out there, and yeah. apparently it didn't come off that way.
1: And this is something too, is like we tried about: is it. just let the people make their own decision on it. You know, yeah. if they want you there, they're gonna invite you, and and. And if you don't want to come to put the risk, you know, then you just speak up about it. But
0: what would you? What's like your best advice for anybody who's getting married during this pandemic?
1: I'll give you two pieces of advice for anybody getting married. Period. After oh, what shit. we went through. Oh shit! Here we go. <laughs> and um, one is take more time off for work than you think. I took some days off before work, and Joe, there's so much that goes on that you don't even think. The appointments, picking up things, and like working and doing that. I was like feeling. Unwell, just from running around, lack of sleep, the extra stress will take more time off than you think. And stick to your budget, like those little details that add up. Good food, good, meat, good music, you know, that's truly really what it is. Like those little details.
0: My biggest thing for like my envision for a wedding is I almost am scared to put this out there because I feel like some other gay couple is going to mm-hmm. take it and then I'm going to slaughter you. Mm-hmm. I don't want my wedding to be anything else anything remotely traditional. I feel like you often go to weddings mm-hmm. and you know exactly how it's going to go. You're going to yeah. sit. There's going to be a parade. Mm-hmm. You're going to do some talking. They're going to do the kissing. They're going to walk down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to go to the banquet where you sit with mm-hmm. strangers or not strangers. And then they do the cake mm-hmm. and the dance and the dance with your mom and this and that. And then you're fucked yeah. up with your college friends. <laughs> and then you it, the night is over, yeah. right? Like It's so predictable. And yeah. I want my wedding to be like anything but Predictable. I don't know what that means, Mm -hmm. but I know. And then the other thing, and this one is even more mandatory. Like I would have a predictable wedding if it meant I could get this one thing. What is it? Did you have a midnight snack?
1: Yeah, we had a midnight. Is that a
0: Michigan thing?
1: I don't know. I don't know. We had like five choices. We had the midnight snack. We were so drunk that we didn't even eat it. You know, we forgot about it. For those of you
0: okay (laughs) who are not familiar with the midnight snack, I I think it's. It's got to be a Michigan thing. I don't know if I've seen it at yeah. other weddings, but I'm like the, the you have a lot of dancing mm-hmm. going on and then probably around like 10 or mm-hmm. mid, 11 or midnight, they roll out a cart of whatever your midnight mm-hmm. snack is. And typically it's something that the couple enjoys together. Like yeah. I've had tacos mm-hmm. one time. Some pulled yeah. pork one time. When
1: you're picking your menu, like some venues will have that included, uh-huh. you know, and the, the ones snack? that, are, and ours did. And oh, cool. ones that didn't, don't, well, then they have to go and order out from it. And some venues don't want outside catering <gasps> coming in. So that may be why you have What pizza. was your midnight snack? Pizza. Sarah loves the pizza. Listen,
0: my midnight snack's gonna <laughs> be, pizza! But here's the <laughs> kicker. It's gonna be Jets pizza. Mm-hmm. And if they don't sponsor it, I swear to God. Jets pizza. But I want to have a Gatorade pizza cooler the kind with the little spigot that you yeah, would take to like yeah. an intramural soccer game full of ranch so you just stick <gasps> you just stick your piece of pizza oh do that joe. little pump and you're, you're
1: good i liquor or a sweet drink but ranch ranch
0: like oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> That girl come on girl, that, that jets ranch
1: that's people's dreams out there you're speaking of people's dreams right now if anybody <laughs>
0: does this and you don't give me cred we're done yeah, I'm, blocking I'm blocking you, you we're done ranch, you're speaking
1: of ranch you're speaking people's dreams right they want that in their home joe on top of a lot of their food. Stephanie,
0: I've been so bad during the pandy, too. Like, literally. Okay, so before. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, no, you go to the fucking pandy. This is what you say. <laughs> the pandy.
0: <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I moved across the country. Oh, by the way, guys, I used to work out with Steph before she started yeah, her business. Like I first
1: client. Ever, ever. I used to
0: work out in your living room. Yes, and now I'm yes. literally in the office of her enormous gym. Here in Warren, Michigan, like this, this is Warren, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 14 to Quinder.
0: Dude, this is crazy. So, but here's the thing. You were my first trainer ever. Like you were my first one-to-one experience with like one-to-one training. Mm -hmm. So when I moved to Seattle, obviously I had to cheat on you and find another trainer. Mm -hmm. Um, His name's Paul. He's amazing. You two would get along really well. So pre-pandy, I was working out. No shit, five days a week.
1: Five days a week,
0: one on one with Paul. Wow. Yep, yep. And, and for
1: how long were you working with him? Year and a half. That's good. That's a long time. But
0: I it wasn't. It wasn't five days a week the whole time because yeah. I was on tour. So I'd yeah. leave for two or three weeks at a time, and mm-hmm. he would give me what to do. He would give me two variations, like what to do if the hotel had a gym and what to do if they didn't. That so was I,
1: awesome of him, Joe. He went above and beyond for you. That's oh, good.
0: he was. He, Paul's the best. Yeah. And then he does like nutrition and things too, mm-hmm. which was great. So. I wasn't huge, but I was hard, right? Yeah. So just quick segue because I have ADHD. My goals used to be to be just like yoked.
1: You want to be big.
0: But now I just want to be like toned for my body type. Like I don't want to be big anymore. Like I've come to terms that I'm like an ectomorph swimmer's body and I'm cool with that. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to, to like tighten up.
1: I'm glad you're talking about that, Joe, because people, because it's true, you go through different seasons, you know, and you, you're you're you want a certain thing, but you get older and things change and you're going through things or maybe you don't have that same, you know, commitment in the gym with that trainer anymore, you know, and things change.
0: Well, I think the know? other thing is, too, is like you had to be realistic with what your goals yes. are. And like, I'm never going to be built like a shit brick house. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. Yeah. And that's fine. But like I could be like I could have like a good swimmers type body. Mm-hmm. I don't want a runner's body, yeah. But like, I know, <laughs> I know what We're I don't. Runners run. out there. So then the pandy happens, <laughs> yeah. And girl, I fell off, and I have been trying to eat well, mm-hmm. trying, but I fell off the deep, and then right now for this past month of December, I completely gave up, and like, because I'm, I'm like, I was going to start again in January, right? So I just totally gave up. But but my thing is, I feel defeated. By the pandemic mm-hmm. for real mm-hmm.
1: well joe a couple of things is i love that you talk about the realistic goals you know people need to be realistic with themselves you know like genetically we are all genetically blessed in different ways you know and there's a lot of women that want to have like a six-pack and think about you know society what we see online and in ma- instagram the way we grow up you know and in magazines we look a certain way mm-hmm. but like you know if you, if most, some girls, they want to get a six pack, you would have to, you know, if you're not genetically blessed in the way that things are, you would have to track every, like those bodybuilders, they track every little thing that they eat, you know, and every I've little ch- thing.
0: I was there at one point trying that shit. That's not for me. Yeah,
1: and it's a, it's a lot of work and it's like no room for really flexibility. And is that sustainable, you know? And so you got to take a step back. What are realistic goals for myself? You mm-hmm. know, do I want to look better, feel better, get stronger, get in shape, you know, and, you know, just scaling back and yeah, what can you accomplish? You know,
0: would you say that it's better for me to like really dial in the eating first?
1: Well, okay. So first, because I've
0: heard so many times. Sorry, I didn't mean to no, cut it's you off. Okay. I've heard so many times too that the diet is seventy five percent of the effort. It's like seventy five percent of the results.
1: So these factors play a role. And no matter what your goals are, if you want to get bigger, you want to lose weight, you want to maintain no matter what. Yes, you should be eating, you know, well-balanced meals. And for me, I feel 80-20 is a really good starting point. Ta- for what's people. that? 80-20 is 80% of like nutritious oh, whole, whole foods <laughs> nutritious. And 20% is your flexibility, your Jets pizza with your ranch, your cocktails, you know, having fun. But if you're trying to be 100% strict all the time, right, you're going to say diet meals or cheat meals, you're going to be on a diet the rest of your life. You have to figure out your balance, you know. So, yes, you got to figure out the balance that works for you with your nutrition. Everybody's different. So we have to figure that out for you. But you also can't forget about your sleep, Joe. You know, if you're getting four hours, five Uh, hours.
0: Trust me no issues with sleep Good. here. Yeah, I'll sleep i know. The sleep the whole fucking day. day.
1: <laughs> so you got to make sure you're getting your sleep because if people aren't getting their sleep, you know, they're going to want to grab co- caffeine or they're tired and it just plays a role in their performance of the day. You know, so sleep, water.
0: I don't drink anything but water. In vodka. Ha. Is the drinking going to be a big deal too here?
1: Yeah, you just got to find the balance. You can have whatever you want. You know, you just got to find balance. And, and here's a question that people need to be asking themselves. The biggest thing people do keto, paleo, cut carbs, cut sugar, whatever. Can you sustain it long term? You know, if you can't do this long term, then that's not the one for you. So if you're trying to, you know, cut carbs or get big and eat all this protein, you know, hit all these weights and Uh, Can you sustain that for a year, two years, three years? Do you want to sustain that? You know, you got to figure out what works for you long term.
0: I really got to figure out what works for me, too, because especially like two things being on the road and being in the classroom are two things that keep me from my uh, routine, Mm -hmm. because when you're on the road, Steph, the options are terrible. Yeah. Like, especially if I'm like in Huntsville mm-hmm. and I get done with a show at midnight, but I didn't eat dinner yet. The only thing open is like Chick-fil-A and Wendy's.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, is, you know, you have to prepare ahead of time, you know, and you have How you
0: prepare to prepare when you're on the road. You
1: have to find what works for you. So you liked working with the trainer. That was when the most consistent you were. And then when you stopped in the pandemic and that he was away from you, you stopped your routine. So it sounds like you need that account that worked for you. You liked having somebody there. He programmed the workout for you. He held you accountable. You know, that worked for you. That got you to show up. So if, if what you're doing now, isn't working for you, maybe it's time for you to find somebody again who can coach you and keep you accountable and keep you on that schedule, you okay. know? Mm-hmm. And then if you're on the road, if you love that, that guy helped you with workouts off the road, then it sounds like you need to find something that's going to help you put together something outside when you're, when you're traveling. Yeah. And then you just set realistic goals for the week too. Like if you know you're going to be traveling two, three times a week, you're not going to hit the gym five times. Those two, three days, maybe you just try and you you get like, you know, walking in, you know, or you do like a little 30 minute body weight workout. It doesn't always have to be an hour of high intense strength training. It could be whatever works for you. Daily movement is key.
0: There's, isn't there like new research or maybe it's not new research. You'll probably correct me on this, but Walking for an hour is equivalent to running for a half hour or something like that. Have you heard this?
1: I haven't heard it. And the thing is, everybody has different heart rates, different body types. You know, for you, if you walk 10 minutes, your heart rate may be up to 150. Yeah. If I walk 10 minutes, I may be at a pace where I'm walking and my heart rate's at 100. You know, so it's mm-hmm. different for everybody.
0: So that's the other thing too is when we are talking about like New Year's, I'm seeing so much shit online already about people kind of like bashing new year's resolutions mm-hmm. they're saying like don't listen to people who tell you yes. you have to be better yes, and blah yes. blah blah then my whole thing is like if you're not trying to be better in different areas mm-hmm. of your life then like are you trying to let's
1: go joe I just talking about this today i just talked about this today in my instagram story and it is okay because i saw the same thing people are like yeah, don't listen new year's, yeah. they fall off whatever but you know what the best time to make change is She's now. She's standing again. The best time to make change is now. So if you feel like this is your time that you feel like you want to make a change, forget everybody else, then do it for you. You know, that's what I said. Yes. But, you know, you got to have these things. You got to have you got to have a game plan and you have to be specific. You have to set goals that are your teacher. It does have to be and specific. Measurable. That's so true. You got to set a goal that is specific and measurable, that's attainable and realistic And then you got to, is it long-term sustainable? Because if you're trying to cut cows, cut whatever, like I said, that's why people fall off. They go through these drastic, huge changes and then they fall back into their routine, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I've been doing for the last six years working with women is I hear it on the daily, Joe, on the daily, I'm talking to women every single day that they may be listening to my fitness pal and how much calories they should eat. Or, you know, they read things online, then they go and do it. Or, you know, they're trying to cut sugar, cut carbs, bread makes me fat. But if you cut all those things and then you go and put them back in your body, that's why you gain the weight. And then you're in this diet cycle on, off, on, off, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight. And that's why I decided to build a program helping people establish healthy habits. It's truly what it is. Think about your students in the classroom, right? Like,
0: oh, by the way, if you guys <laughs> haven't put it together yet, Steph used to be a teacher. Yeah, or-
1: it used to be health and PE. <laughs> Say in the you know the beginning of the year like say a kid comes in and he's just so used to like leaving his desk up or talking in front of you you know and like over time you're working with him to establish habits right you coach him about how his behavior should be with you know whatever your structure is and by the end of the year he has it it's because there was time that he spent on establishing these habits mm-hmm. you know so it's the same thing for whatever you got to set a specific goal and you have to work you want to eat healthier but sweet okay I want to eat healthier but now how what does that mean by you you got to establish habits does that That means setting 10 to 15 minutes at night to prepare for the next day. Does that mean hiring a coach and scheduling your three workouts? you got to get in the habits of doing things that are sustainable for you and work for you. Or you're going to fall back into this constant, oh, new year again. Let me set the same goal. You know,
0: let me ask you this. A huge portion of our listeners are teachers. And let's be real. You know this. I know this. Teachers love a budget, Mm -hmm. love to save, love to get things for as cheap as possible because it's just how we do. Yeah. But uh, sometimes it's can get expensive, like uh, hiring a trainer might be really expensive. And, you know, investing in like high quality foods mm-hmm. might be really expensive, too. Like,
1: yeah, here's the thing. People are so quick to come up with excuses. I'm thinking, Ooh, you know, oh, it's, oh. it's true. You know, and like, I don't have the time or I don't have the money. First of all, right now in the pandemic,
0: the so pandy.
1: The p There are so many more opportunities than before. There's online now. There's way more trainers going online. There's way more online boot camps, you know. Do you and, do online? Yes, online boot camp. So you can join mine. And we're actually doing a winter one starting January 11th. Five-week women's online boot camp. And you only need a pair of dumbbells.
0: And it's all women? Yes, oh, women cool. only.
1: You only need a pair of dumbbells. And when I first started with you, Joe, it was out of my apartment.
0: And we only had a dumbbell,
1: so you don't need the fancy equipment. You got to keep it simple and effective, you know. And so, there's a lot that you can do with nothing, keeping it simple. So, and then oh, people-
0: wait, quick pause too. Yes, I've had a lot of luck because gym equipment can be expensive. Yeah. Search Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist and all that stuff. People mm-hmm. are getting rid of their stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. D- you can get it for cheap, cheap, cheap. And some cheap, people
1: do the prices that they should be at, you And know? some gyms
0: are going out of business. The soul Cycle by us yeah. went out of business. Oh, they really? gave away all their – well, you, yeah, you had to go stuff. there. Yeah, yeah it's it was crazy. crazy.
1: We've had about gyms around here, and it's crazy. Well, keep going, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, so um, what was I saying? You were
0: saying it's excuses. Yes, yeah, it's
1: excuses. And, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, the time and things, but – and you can't afford it, right? Okay, well – so yeah, here I am, you know, my, you know, second location, I'm going on to the next one to be bigger, even bigger after this year. And I invested even more into my business coach during the pandemic when we didn't even know what the money was going to be like. I, you know, gyms were closed and I doubled down on myself. I believed in myself. I knew this guy was going to help me reach my goals, keep me accountable and give me a plan. So I did it. You find a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. So people that say they can't afford it. How bad do you want it, or you know, there's other opportunities out there. You just gotta go and look for them. So it's you know, it's just a matter of finding what works for you. But there's ways, and where can you cut? You know? I
0: yeah, I used to have that issue all the time. You know, yeah. I was in a fraternity in college too, and I was when when you get older, you kind of have to start looking at the fraternity in like different ways like recruiting is more important because that's what keeps the longevity of the group and also budgeting is more important because Mm -hmm. that's what keeps the longevity of the group. But we'd have so many guys who are active members of the fraternity who are telling us that they couldn't pay their dues and we would already have them on a payment plan and everything, so to make it easier for them, and they would still say they couldn't pay their dues. I was like, "Bitch, I see you at the wa- wayside, at the wayside, at the bar, at the, the birth." And like, I know, like, yeah. you, like, honestly, I say this all the time. My favorite bottle of wine is ten dollars, mm-hmm. right? And I have oh, Stephanie for the past like three months. I've bought it by the crate, what? by the crate.
1: What's going on? I need that bottle, Joe. It's is so it Joe good. Got from Costco. N-
0: It is from Costco. No, is it Joe
1: Gotti Cabernet? It's not not Joe
0: Gotti. Joe Gotti. That's
1: my favorite one. The
0: Mobster.
1: I don't know, Joe Gotti or Joe Gotti. It's $1.99 or $10.99 at Casco. I'm telling you, one cup and you're buzz, boy. <laughs>
0: so I, I had this Malbec that I love from Waterbrook. And then I found out I actually like their tri-blend even more. But then I found the equivalent to that Costco version and I loved it. So I bought it by the case, but I was buying it by the case like week almost weekly at it's one the point. Pandy. I'm so I'm sorry. The pandy. It was really bad. Well, Jeff was living with us too. Yeah. Long story. Um but I started to think I'm like 10 bucks. If I Mm -hmm. like don't buy this wine this week, like 10 bucks can actually get you pretty far. And then I started realizing, Stephanie, I could buy two organic whole chickens with 10 bucks and I started roasting or boiling or whatever whole chickens and then strategically using the parts to make my meals, to make it structure. I'm like, I just ate healthy lunch Mm -hmm. and I would make it, I would like... Cut off the thigh and yeah. the leg, and I'd put that with, like, brown rice, a sweet potato, and a small salad or something. And I would have that for seven days in a yes, row from one you. whole chicken.
1: Healthy food it's not expensive, all right? And, and the teachers, are, you know, they're on their budget. I'm telling you. You have
0: to figure it yeah, out. Yeah,
1: all the whole foods, vegetables, Jeez. fruits, you know, beans, whatever. And, and Costco just is your friend. Yes, Costco is a friend. You can make so much in these crockpot recipes that feed the whole family. And I'm telling you, you're going to go out and spend... 10 to $15 somewhere on a quick meal. Mm-hmm. It's going to feed one person, you yeah. know, but, you know, for Sarah and I, we can spend like, what is it? Like maybe 70 bucks and I can probably get about eight to 10 meals out of that thing.
0: Wow.
1: You just gotta, what's you know? your
0: favorite healthy, like thing to prep?
1: Um, well, first, breakfast is my favorite. I love eating breakfast every
0: I day. I hate breakfast. Why? Oh, I know it's blah, you blah, blah. You pizza on ranch,
1: that's why. You no. can't wait to get to dinner. Because <laughs> it's the most
0: important blah, blah, blah. I've always not liked eating breakfast. I'm not hungry yeah. right away in the morning. So I haven't even, what time is it right now?
1: That's why your ass is fucking... I haven't eaten anything. Yeah.
0: But I don't like eating breakfast. Yeah.
1: And here's the thing. That's another thing, too. It's whatever works for you. You so, know, I love breakfast, but, oh, breakfast is most important than the meal They day. No, what matters is, like, your average of your days. It doesn't... Another thing, too, is, like, intermittent fast and whatever. Again, it has to be what works for you, but at the end of the day, you can be eating 1,000 calories between 11 and 5, or you can be eating 1,000 calories between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m., you know? So it's just really about what's going in versus coming out, you know. And so it doesn't really matter, you know, if you're eating between a certain time frame or whatever.
0: People were always like intermittent fasting is so crazy, and I'm like, I think I've been doing it my whole life. I mm-hmm. Seventy, I'm not even lying. To you. I can sleep for twelve hours in a row if you I let can, me. Yeah. So that's like intermittent fasting. I didn't eat for yeah. half a day.
1: Yeah. So if breakfast doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. You know. So if people gotta find what works for them. That is the most important. That's the only way you're gonna stick with it. You know. So tell me what your goals are for 2021, Joe. Oh, we're gonna, I'm gonna go gonna like help that. You create a plan right now, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna hold you accountable. So think about what do you want to accomplish in 2021.
0: So in 2021, I would like to be, though I'm going to use the word snatched. Does that mean anything to you? It means Is that a little to, too gay? To me,
1: it means like you want to look good and somebody wants to snatch you up.
0: No, I <laughs> want my body to be snatched. Like I have not a huge, but I, I would say I have like a little bit of a fupa right now. And also what I'm not into, this has never been like this before. There's a mirror at the bottom of our stairs. Mm-hmm. And when I walk up down the stairs, I can see my my toddies mm-hmm. Used to be hard and now they like wobble a lot. And I'm just not as toy like a tiger like I used to be. Yeah. And I want to be back like that. And also, Stephanie, I used to have a fantastic six pack. Now it's a one pack called a tummy. So, like, I just want to be snatched. I don't want to be yoked. I don't want to be huge. I would just want to be snatched.
1: Okay. So, you want to be able to. You want to feel toned. And for you, like, we need to figure out how are we going to measure that. So, like, if you want to be toned, you know, it has to be something measurable. So, you want to love the way that you look. You want to like when you're looking in that mirror, then you, you love the way you look, right? Mm-hmm. So, right now, so, what you are at now, we need to know what do you need to look like to get there. And then how are we going to get you there? So, are you saying so you have, like, a little bit of, like, a little or pointy right here around the chest? I wouldn't. you want it to be a little I w- tighter?
0: Is, is, okay, I don't think... I'm skinny fat stuff. That's what it is. I feel like I'm skinny fat. Does that mean anything? Does it resonate with you? Yeah.
1: So another question I have for you: When is the last time you liked that? How you looked? You that was you had that going on. You were mm-hmm. you feel like you were snatched and you love that. When was that for you? The
0: last time that I liked what I looked was. 2017 like right around the time that I was on Ellen like when I even when I look back at pictures of me on Ellen I'm like the shoulders the waist and I remember what I looked like okay
1: now what were you doing during that time for you to look that way what was your lifestyle like
0: it was when we used to work out at Burn Fitness, and I would go. To- oh, when he,
1: when I was his trainer, what up? No, oh. <laughs>
0: it was not you were my trainer, Stephanie. Because there was a couple things going on here. I was doing, and I have never found a class like this. Mm-hmm. First of all, I loved. synergy Synergy. the class was called synergy i have never been able to find a class like that Mm -hmm. it was quick rotations and i'm adhd Mm -hmm. so you got to keep me like engaged on this shit yeah the only thing that i found that is even close to that is f45 Mm -hmm. which i think if i was to guess like that would probably do it but i loved synergy because it was quick fast ba 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 Biggest part, too, that I think about it now? hmm Community.
1: Yeah. We were yep. friends
0: with those people.
1: Preach it, boo. And, yep, that's what it is. And that's what helped me start the gym here is, yes, once I was, you know, I, that's... Can you believe back there was even a time we were together where teachers were getting laid off, you know, and I got laid off. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, you know... It's different. Was you that know? your motivation
0: for yeah, like really doubling yeah, down on I got your laid business? Off. Mm-hmm.
1: So then, you know, and I had my own. Remember, I, Joey's known me in college. You know, I used to be obese. I used to be obese, unhealthy, and I'm, you know, female. You're self conscious. Didn't like how I look, how I feel, looking in the mirrors, not happy with how my arms look, whatever. And what an unhealthy way to live. You know, in your mental health, the way that you look at yourself, you should be loving the way you look, loving the way you feel. You have great energy, you feel good those things are possible, you know? And so I, what got me to change it was I had to find a routine that I enjoyed. So I stuck with it. You like synergy. You love the variety. You love the community. I joined a group fitness gym that offered the same thing. And so, and then I learned about nutrition more. I was so used to, you know, weight watchers and diet things and just trying different things. And then, you know, I did this, you know, paleo challenge. I learned how to eat different foods you know that were going to fume me that i wasn't used to eating before and and once i lost the weight i'm like if i'm going to stick with this i can't eat chicken and broccoli every day because that's not going to last oh, you know
0: tell me about so it so i
1: had to learn how to cook and find foods that were still healthy but i still enjoyed that way i can still keep this up and that's when i got really into cooking was learning more about that
0: well okay i want to talk a little bit about this before we break how important is stretching Because I am like Mr. Inflexible. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, mobility is important. You know, it's at the end of every single one of our classes because most people skip it. They go and they leave the gym. You're sitting at your desk all day. Can't tell you how many people come in. They have tight hips. They're sitting all day, especially working from home. So yes, improving, going and doing your mobility, Mm Joe, and a good program will have that for you is huge because if you don't do it, how are you going to get better at it and expand that range of motion? So you got to put yourself through those exercises okay. include that
0: i'm gonna start I, I think the one small thing too is i'm gonna set aside mm-hmm. well one routine that i started over quarantine that's been super helpful is i don't leave my bedroom until the bed's made which is really it's just like a little thing but i could probably do make my bed stretch for seven to ten minutes every single morning and start getting into that routine so i am having more of a stretching routine too okay
1: if that's what you want to do and that works for you I so think, so far we figured out that you want to figure out a group fitness gym yep and so now you want to include stretching, 7 to 10 minutes in the morning. Yep. So what's Is that
0: too ambitious right now?
1: It's whatever you feel that you can do. We can start small this week. It's not that we can't accomplish that, but we'll start small this week and figure that out. And so you, since you have this holiday break and you're not back in Seattle, right now you can spend this week like signing up for classes when you get back at a few different gyms. Mhm. And right now you can start waking up earlier or whatever time works for you around 10 a.m. and you can do your stretches for now, you know? I love it.
0: Okay, Steph, tell us about Rebel Strength and Fitness and like what you guys have to offer here if there are people in Michigan. I don't know, is there an option for people who are outside of the state to join you online or something? So if you
1: are in the Metro Detroit area, we offer group fitness first about this gym. And right now, you know, no group fitness classes are technically allowed, but once it lifts group fitness classes, we offer group fitness for all fitness levels because there's, we have like, say you have, 15 people in the gym there's no way that every person is going to be doing the same thing so you want to make sure you have a coach that's going to help you with that you know so group fitness for all fitness levels with workouts that are help get you strong and keep you in shape you know keep you in shape strong fit healthy so that's that and right now we are doing online classes some people even if it gets lifted they may not feel comfortable so we have options for you right and starting january 11th i'm doing a five-week online women's boot camp it's three workouts a week And it's in the morning. You only need a pair of dumbbells. And I'm coaching you through Zoom. I'm doing the workout there with you. And you know what? You know, you're just fine. Some people want to come in. Some people are fine staying at home. But you got to find what works for you. So there's that. And so if you are a female that wants to lose weight and feel your best by ending the diet cycle the things that we talked about, it's going to be by establishing healthy habits. And that's what we'll go over in my 12 week coaching program. Like I'm doing for Joey, we're figuring this out. What works for him, setting the goals that way this works for him and he's getting into the habits that work for him. So if this is what you want, starting January 11th, I'm opening up to 10 spots though for my women, one-on-one, 10 women only. It's starting January 11th. And there is a link in my bio on my Instagram. Joe will post that. What's
0: well, tell, tell them your Instagram Steph right now. <laughs> now. Steph
1: underscore Riley.
0: S-T-E-P-H underscore spell Riley.
1: R-I-L-E-Y. Steph Click underscore the link Riley. There is an application that's going to ask you just a series of questions about yourself. Fill that out. I'll contact you and that'll start January 11th. 12 women only. Let's go. End <laughs> the diet cycle in 2021. And if not, if you just want to work out. You know and get back in your routine, then hit up my online boot camp and that's also in my bio too.
0: Steph, I love you so much. Thanks for coming on Mm -hmm, the Social mm -hmm, Studies mm -hmm. Mm Podcast. Okay, guys, you heard it straight from Steph. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Woo! I'm so appreciative that we got Stephanie on here for you guys. I love that girl. Make sure that you go give her a follow for some more motivation, health, fitness tips, and all of that. Hey, and if you guys want some more of the social studies podcast, be no stranger to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Joe where we have bonus episodes out for you each and every week with some special zooms and fun and friendly things that we do randomly for you guys. So we'll see you there over at the Patreon. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I love you so much and we'll see you next week. Bye.